The parliamentary session earlier in March stirred up plenty of questions, debates and opinions on whether the age criteria for single Singaporeans to buy HDBs should be lowered. Everyone might have their own stance on the matter and we are not here to set the record straight. In this episode of Real Estate News, we are going to take you on a simple thought experiment on what might potentially happen if the eligibility criteria for age is indeed lowered. My name is Grace, welcome back to another episode of RE News. Here is an oversimplified summary of both sides of the debate. The proposition, Workers' Party, argues that lowering the age criteria will help single Singaporeans meet their aspirations of home ownership and aid in their financial growth by being able to participate in the real estate market. PAP counters that point with an argument that land scarcity should lead to a priority-based system which allocates these scarce resources to the demographic that needs it the most. Clearly, each side takes a different stance. Regardless of whose side you are on, I think it is safe to say that both sides are wondering what would happen if such a policy was really put into place. The first question is then, how much more demand will there really be? Everyone knows that demand for public housing will increase when the age limit is lowered. But how much more demand are we talking about? Let us think through this together. This policy will reduce the age criteria to buy BTOs and resale flats from 35 years old to 28 years old. Assuming that this policy is not broken into parts or implemented gradually, we will have seven cohorts of Singaporeans eligible to buy HDBs once the policy is in place. This will create an initial demand shock of seven cohorts, but subsequently only one additional cohort will be eligible to buy the HDB in the next year. Dealing with this initial demand shock will be an important policy consideration should the debate get serious on this matter. One way to deal with this might be to gradually reduce the age limit one year at a time to see the effects of demand shock on price before implementing any further changes. Another important caveat is that the actual demand shock isn't the entire cohort. The demand that will be opened up will only be to people aged 28 to 34 who are single, willing and able to purchase a BTO or resale flat. According to the population brief by the government, the estimated population size for 30 to 34 is approximately 250,000 and 25 to 29 is approximately comparable. This means that each cohort is around 50,000 people. Let's then take a look at the percentages of people who are single. From Singstat, the latest data from 2021 shows that 31.3% of residents aged 15 and over are single by marital status. Assuming that number is average across cohorts, each cohort should have 15,650 singles. How many of these singles are able, and more importantly, want to buy HDB of their own? Some are single by legal definitions, but may be in a relationship. Others simply prefer to stay with their parents, and more might just want to rent rather than make such a long-term, big quantum commitment. Our conservative ballpark estimate for singles who would be willing and able to buy HDB would be about 5,000 individuals per cohort. How would this then impact the BTO and the resale HDB market? Given the current state of the property market, it is unlikely that the government will implement a policy unlocking seven cohorts of demand all at once. It will likely be opened up year by year. If we follow this assumption, we will see demand increase by 10% more than the usual in the first year and steadily reduce to 6.25% in the seventh year. Even though this is a gradual increase, the aggregate demand would increase by approximately 70%. That is a huge number. HDB plans to increase the number of BTO flats supplied to 23,000 per year in 2022 and 2023. This represents only a 35% increase. 
For resale HDBs, we see an increase in transaction number from 23,000 in 2020 to 29,000 in 2021. This is an extremely rough guide of 24.7 increase in cleared demand. Previously, the year-on-year -year increase in cleared demand is around 5.5%. The real question is whether or not the growth in BTO and resale transactions can accommodate this amount of growth each year. For BTO new releases and resale transactions to grow at 6-10% to a year is rather unheard of. It raises some serious questions about sustainability and affordability. A demand spike as much as this could end up pricing other buyers who really need the public housing. BTOs will be even more oversubscribed despite the extra supply. In addition, resale transactions might spike with price and inflate quite substantially. Despite these hypothetical consequences, it might not be fair to say that the proposition for this policy change is ridiculous. The current infrastructure is designed and planned for the current growth numbers. Should this be a serious policy change, it is not fair for the proposition to work with the current growth plans and planned increments. That being said, it is clear that a solution is required to cater for this additional demand should it be implemented. Will this trickle down to other parts of the real estate market? Based on this thought experiment, a plausible result would be that price and volume would increase substantially year-on-year year based on the guesstimate number of 6-10%. to 10%. With this being the case, affordability will be an issue for lower-income households. As the price for HDBs increase, we might see less room for future appreciation after MOP. The price of HDBs inching closer to condominiums will also mean that the upper band of HDB buyers would start considering condos instead. This might end up pushing the price demand for condos and private ECs up. However, any further predictions based on our current predictions would just be too much of an extrapolation. After all, this is based on a thought experiment inspired by parliamentary debate and some real numbers from the ground. To round up our little experiment, we considered three main questions on the proposed lowering of the HDB criteria. How much more demand will there really be? How will this impact BTO and the resale HDB market? Will this trickle down to other parts of the real estate market? Of course, we are using extremely rough numbers based on the past transactions. There are plenty of assumptions in arriving at the numbers that we have and this could very well be dispelled by reality. Nonetheless, we believe that thought experiments such as these might give us a good exercise in trying to understand how events and policies might or might not impact the market. We hope that this was a fun and eye-opening exercise for you too. If you want more insights and opinion on these matters, feel free to contact us at Property Limb Brothers. My name is Grace and I'll see you on the next episode of Real Estate News.